Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. College Hoops, coast to coast. It is March. Yes, officially the March Madness moment that started this whole thing just happened tonight. And you see the minor in the background. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that's a minor. He's got a pick. We got a special minor guest, uh, a guy I used to work with for three years. And fortunately, uh, he's willing to come on the show. Kevin Sweeney did a phenomenal article. Before he was with Sports Illustrated last year. No, right? I was with Sports Illustrated. I was, an intern. I was an intern. Okay, yeah. you were an intern. I was small time then. He wrote a, you are big time now. Uh, Joe will talk about that, of course. But he wrote an article last year about the build of ACU. Now this coach, uh, head coach Joe Golding, is at UTEP building again. He's a minor. He's, a, he's, a, he's like this guy with the pickaxe uh, getting to work. So we will bring Joe in and have some fun. Coach, what up? What's up, fellas? Not much, man. Appreciate you joining us, man. Tell you what, man. You guys look way better than me, man. Huh? <laughs> Must be nice, man, to have a microphone all day, man. Have the answers for everything. Can talk hoop, man. man you you lost the game. Sweeney had lost a game ever, man. Not three. <laughs> Sweeney ever lost a game, man? Never. He never has. No, I've, no lost games. I've lost some games. I've lost some games <laughs> plenty of times. Plenty of times. <laughs> Uh, hey, Burton, there's only one person, man, that could get me to do this this late, man, for Old Dominion. That's Sweeney, man. It's a good luck charm, man. Huh? <laughs> Trust me. I made sure he was here. I was like, if it's just me and Joe, I mean, we're just going to tell jokes all day and laugh and nothing's going to get done, man. We got, I got to at, at least have some bait that I can say, hey, Sweeney's going to be on, coach. He asked the tough questions, man. I get it. <laughs> all right. Let's get this thing started. So I got to just ask the first question is a fun question. When you were coaching at Saxey High School, did you think that years later you'd be beating Texas in the NCAA tournament and the head coach for the minors? No, absolutely not. You know, I, I thought I was going to be a high school coach, and I don't know if I've shared that story with both of you, but, uh, you know, it was a brand-new high school, freshmen and sophomores. 
um, we were terrible. And, and, and actually that's when I first started learning how to build, you know, things a little bit. We're so bad and you had to go in and recruit. And Garland Nichols was the best recruiter of anybody uh, at South Garland. Um, but, you know, tough, tough district. And, and I left my second year and um, we had just bought a house, just gotten married. And literally six months later, left that job and went to work for you guys as a radio guy for Jim Sedona slash uh, ball coach, recruit, whatever, uh, at Collin County and, uh, you know, started the path. But uh, always wanted to be a college coach. I never got to play uh, in the NCAA tournament, but always wanted to. I, from growing up, would watch it. Um, you know, March Madness was the biggest thing, you know, for me every year. And playing, being a high school player and then Division II player, never got the opportunity and always wanted to, you know, be a part of it and been very fortunate the last couple of years to be a part of it. Yeah, so you basically are switched roles with me, coach. Is that what you're saying? You were doing radio and had a headset on. And We've come full full life, man. That's a good <laughs> point, man. I'll switch with you any day, man. Any day. Any, any day, man. Oh, man. Uh, so we'll talk about UTEP in a second, but we got to go back a little bit and rewind. And ACU, I was obviously there with you during the D2 years, for those that don't know. And then the first year where we played the most brutal schedule in the country. So to go from that, not even a successful D2, to then a Division One that's winning championships consistently, going to tournament consistently, and then gets a tournament win. Like, I don't know if you – and you went at your alma mater, so that plays mean something to you. I don't know if you envisioned that being that successful, but how did that all happen, man? What, what can you tell us about the secret sauce there? It wasn't any secret sauce, man. I mean, you were a part of it, you know? I mean, it's brutal going through the transition and for people that are a part of it. It's, it's not fun. Uh, it's darn near impossible. And, uh, you know, we kind of took the model from 10 miles, you know, after a couple of years and just recruited high school kids and tried to build them um, through strength and development programs, keeping them together, uh, building a culture, um, you know, hired a great strength coach in Brandon Decker, um, you know, to develop those guys behind the scenes. And then the whole key was keeping it together and kind of trusting the process and building it through steps. But, uh, you know, there were times where I questioned myself. You know, I've been open on the record about that. Um, you know, I questioned, could I really lead? Could I really coach? Uh, I was still learning. You know that. You were a part of it. It was the first time to be a head coach. Uh, I was trying to be other coaches that I had been. Uh, now that I'm finally comfortable in my own skin of who I am as a coach, I think I'm way better now, obviously, than I was. Um, I've hired good staff, good people around me for my weaknesses that uh, are their strengths. Um, and, and I you know, play off my strengths more. And, um, you know, then obviously had really good players, man, and very, very fortunate. The cool thing now is even at UTEP, uh, we all still keep in touch. You know, we still have group texts, group threads. And, um, you know, even back to some of the Saxy kids, you know, uh, we, we've, we've connected. And uh, to me, that's the biggest thing, you know, coaching, you know me, man, it's relationships. Everything's relationships. It starts with that. Uh, the coaching is secondary. Uh, but we build, you know, we, we really build I mean, lifelong relationships with these guys, man. And, and I believe in that, man. And I didn't do that early. You know, you, you were with me, you know. I didn't, man. I thought it was all X's and O's, winning and losing. And, uh, that's just kind of, you know, how I was raised and, and the people I had been around. And um, obviously still learning today, man. Uh, a lot to learn. Look at me, man. I've lost 27 pounds and look like crap because <laughs> Conference USA, man, you got, you know, Grant McCaslin, Andy Kennedy, Eric Conkle, go down the line. You know, Coach Jones, we're playing here at Old Dominion. I mean, these guys have been around. They're, they're incredible coaches. Uh, they have incredible players. And uh, this conference is is exhausting you know um it, it's tough it, it's a i knew that going in but but uh and it's a brutal league yeah it really is i was able to experience it myself so my last one before i pass it kevin your dad was a coach you grew up a baller you played multiple sports how much did you know you want to be a coach and how much does your dad's influence still kind of resonate with you 
Yeah, that's all I ever wanted to do. You know, um, I, I honestly wasn't smart enough to do anything else. You know, the times at Collin County with you, I built the real estate agent. <laughs> test, Otherwise, I might not be in coaching. But uh, thank God for that, man. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, coaching was just it, it's, you know, what we were, man. My granddad obviously is was very successful in the high school football stadium is named after him, Wichita Falls. And, uh, you know, my brother-in-law, um, you know, is the head football coach now at TCU. It's been a crazy 12 months for us, you know. Uh, you know, we went to the state tournament, beat Texas. Uh, you know, he had a great year at SMU and got the TCU job. And um, so it's, it's been a lot of fun, you know, for our family. And, um, you know, my dad obviously coached. Uh, so it's just been in our blood. You know, it's 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 kind of what we what we want to do. And, uh, you know, my oldest son, Casey, now is, you know, he thinks he's a coach. I come home every night. He tells me everything I did wrong and everything I need to do. And um, our guys would love playing for him, man. You know, I mean, there's no bad shots, you know, there's, there's nothing, man. You don't have to play defense, you know? It's, uh, so, but no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just kind of what, what, you know, what I, what I knew growing up and what I always wanted to be. You said, uh, you know, kind of becoming who you were and being, com becoming confident in who you were as a coach and not trying to be other guys and just, you know, believing in yourself. How challenging is that when you're, you know, in the beginning stages as, as a head coach, when you're faced with so much pressure, both internally and also externally of like, there's pressure to win here. There's you know, pe pe people who rely on me succeeding. How hard is it to do that? And, and, and how do you think you were able to get over that hump? Yeah, it was really hard, Kevin, back then, you know, uh, because I really didn't know if it was going to work or not. You know, I mean, I just had a, I had a dream and a vision and, and we believed it and we tried to work at it every day, but uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no question there was doubt, you know, again, I doubted myself. And I think at times the administration at ACU honestly doubted me, you know, um, you know, could I get it done? And, and my, my deal to them was though, is ACU had never made a commitment in men's basketball, um, you know, and, and um, it was never going to work, you know, if we didn't make a commitment. And I was very fortunate. Uh, Tommy Morris is a man that's become a mentor and um, he's, I, I basically, he's my granddad. Uh, you know, I, I, I wasn't fortunate to really know both of my granddads. I, they died when I was early and uh, when I was, when I was early in my, in my life. So Tommy Morris, uh, is a man that, that changed everything at Abilene Christian, man. He's, uh, his dad was a former president at Abilene Christian and he was involved and loved athletics. And I went to the country club one time and we were awful, really, really bad. And he, he, he told me that it was embarrassing to go to games. He wouldn't want to go, you know, and I, I basically came back to him and said, it's going to continue to be that way until we have some commitment, you know, from, from donors, alumni, and from administration. And from that point, he jumped in and said, okay, I'll give you commitment and I'll round up some guys, but you better win, you know, or we're going to find somebody else. And so, uh, you know, th there was a group of guys, man, that came together that gave us behind the scenes what we needed uh, to compete. And, and we didn't have the best budget, uh, but he gave us enough to compete. Um, and, uh, from that point, again, um, just trusted the process. You, I remember after you beat Texas, the NCAA tournament, you said the, the, the one liner that, you know, you guys were the worst team in division one and then you beat Texas. Yeah. Uh, when you think back to that team, uh, how special is it to, to think back to where you guys were at that point to what you were able to build, uh, at, at ACU and beat a team like Texas, especially in that state, right? I mean, at Abilene to beat Texas. I mean, it, it's it's a Cinderella story beyond all Cinderella stories. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, first of all, that's the truth. We were one of the, you know, the, the, if, I was, no, I was there. there. <laughs> I, was, I remember going to the airport at Iowa that one time and that lady said, Hey coach, did you have a quick second? I said, yes, ma'am. She was in her seventies, eighties. And um, she said, uh, did you have a you know, quick second? I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, I was at the game last night. And I said, Oh, okay. And she, yeah, they beat us by like 60, you know? And uh, she, she, she said, uh, I just want you to know that I'm going to be praying for you guys all year. And I said, thank you, ma'am. I'm going to need it. We need it. <laughs> That's how bad it was, you know. Um, but, but uh, you know, my president got on me last year, Kevin, when we won. He wasn't real happy with me saying, you know, little old Abilene Christian beating the University of Texas. But that's the reality, and that's a fact, you know. I mean, like, we came from nothing out there, man, absolutely nothing. Uh, we made the NCAA tournament. We beat Kentucky. I mean, when Kentucky beat us. Uh, but the first time we, I mean, we were up, we were there for the, the again, the, you know, the, the, the steak, the lobster, the police escorts, but we were getting blitzed. We had no chance, man. It was just a celebration, you know, to completely different three, two years later, when we played Texas. Uh, we celebrated. Uh, it, it was different, man, that in, in that room man. our guys believed they could win. Uh, I, I knew we had a chance to win that game and nothing against Texas and coach smart. They'd had a great season, a great year. It was just more our group. You know, uh, we'd been there once already. We believed. Uh, it was special, man. And, and uh, you know, to Abilene Christian, man, 4,000 students uh, to go beat the University of Texas, man, uh, on national television um, was an incredible moment that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And uh, we'll, we'll forever be bonded, that group. Uh, I hope that group is celebrated. There'll be some of them that go in the Hall of Fame. And it, and it wasn't just that group. It was the groups that led up to that, too, that will be celebrated, that will be in the Hall of Fame. It, it was a special, special group with special guys. Uh, that will be bond, you know, for the rest of our lives, man. Um, you know, I would think every five years or 10 years, they'll have different things at ACU. I saw something the other day, you know, 5352 is all over campus, you know. I mean, it's everywhere you you go, and it should be. And, and ACU should never play the University of Texas again in case it's in the NCAA tournament, you know. Uh, so, has got zero chance of getting Tanner. Uh, Tanner's crazy if he goes in place. So, we're forever will be 1-0 and against Texas, you know, there. So, um, but yeah, cool deal. I haven't been back. That's been the hardest part, you know, like, uh, you know, I left and, you know, we're building a brand new, like 50 million, they are building a brand new $50 million arena, uh, practice facility. I mean, the commitment's finally there now, you know, and I'll never get to see it. Um, you know, and again, I haven't been back, uh, one time, uh, I've been so busy here at UTEP, but uh, there'll be a time and place, you know, when we all get back and, and we can celebrate it. And just quickly, I know you you mentioned Coach Tanner, who was there with you kind of the whole way and, and built it. How cool is it for you to see your coaching tree expand and the success he's having there kind of continuing in, in the way you guys built it? Yeah, man, I'm so proud of him. You know, I mean, he's my best friend. We've been through so much together. Uh, I've always thought he's one of the best coaches in the country. Uh, there's a lot of assistants out there. You know, I played a good one the other night, Grant McCaskey, you know, at Ross Hodge. I mean, there, there's a bunch of coaches, assistant coaches out there that – are a big part of why us head coaches are successful. And, yeah. um, you know, when they get the opportunity and then they succeed, you know, a lot of people wonder why I didn't take a lot of the guys with me from Abilene Christian. That's not what Abilene Christian was about. You know, that was a culture, that team and, and Brett Tanner deserved those kids to stay there um, and continue on. You know, it wasn't, uh, that's not, that's not what we believed is taking place. You know, that's not what that, that was about. And it allowed him to have some success this year and show that, you know, the great coach that we all knew he was. And we talk, man, we still talk, you know, he was, uh, you know, he was Mike Krzyzewski the first couple months of the season. He had the answers for everything. Uh, you know, he was winning all those games and didn't want to talk to me and told me everything that I did wrong and everything he's doing right. But come January, you know, they lost a few games, went on, you know, that losing streak. And then, you know, all of a sudden my phone picked up a little, you know, started calling me and 
But in all seriousness, man, we, we, I'm so proud of him. I'm proud of ACU. And I'm proud of all those guys. Solomon Bozeman's now at Arkansas Pine Bluff doing a great job. Uh, you know, Burton's here doing this. You know, Patrice Days is being Patrice Days at East Tennessee uh, State. Uh, Ted Kras just got beat in the, in the regional final on a game to go to Hutch on a tough last-second shot. Um, you know, so, yeah, man, I'm proud of all those guys that helped us build it. We all keep in touch, man. It's part of the family, you know, that we – that we built there and, and, and we support and we're proud of everybody. So, so yeah. what? A, go ahead, B. Go ahead, B. I just, I, I was, I'm going to take it on a somewhat lighter note. You had your social media savvy and media savvy is up there with the, with in the record books. Uh, obviously you called out beard when he got his job. I do um, once one about every two months, man. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Um, uh, and you go viral every time. You dance in the locker room. I think that I think that had over. And now Tanner's views. still dancing, man. Like every game, like Tanner, come on, man. Like <laughs> you not started, every game, man. You, know? you started it. I know, man. What uh, uh, is it like seeing the, all, your other friends? Because you have more than just Tanner. Obviously, your best friend, Coach Beard, coached you. You got guys like Steve Lutz, who's now the head coach at Corpus. Yeah, yeah. Greg Young is the head coach at UTRs, and all these guys that you kind of came. We came up with, but you were in the same age bracket as those guys. I'm a little bit younger. Yeah, what is it like seeing everybody no, no. being head coaches now? I'm proud of everybody, man. I mean, uh, you know, I didn't mention Lugadina, man. Good, yeah. good buddy of mine doing a great job at Wichita State. Um, you know, uh, Steve Lutz had a heck of a year this year. Mark Schlesinger did a great job at New Orleans. Uh, uh, my boy Cliff Carroll, the Bear, uh, Mary Hart and Baylor, man. They're in the Sweet 16, man. You know, Juan yeah. Rosenberg, uh, Cinco Boone. Uh, you know, they made the D2 tournament, the regional tournament that was announced uh the other the other day i'm gonna leave some people out now you're gonna get me in trouble but um uh, you know they're, they're 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 having success and and uh you know it's we've come a long way from the river man you know with a dream and a vision a bunch of us and and just wanting an opportunity and working our way up and uh you know grinding every day like like all of us you know and uh you know everybody out there it's a hard business it's tough there's ups and downs and uh you know there, there's buddies in ours that don't have success that that you you know, we kind of continue to build each other up and have each other's back. And uh, it's, it's cool, man. It's, it's really neat. Um, uh, you know, Coach Beard obviously is the leader of that group, you know, and has been. Um, he still answers the phone if you call him and still has suggestions and answers. And uh, he doesn't want to listen for any, you know, on his end. But, you know, on our end, he's got plenty, man. But, uh, you know, Chris Ogden's there with him now, um, you know, doing a great job. I, t- I texted with Bob Marlin last night, you know, what a run that those guys made. Uh, Brian Berg, you know, um, you know, so anyways, just, uh, it's a fun group, man, of, of guys that, uh, we, you know, we keep in touch, we share ideas and we're growing, we're young, you know, I don't think I'm young, I'm 46, they say that's young in this business, but when you look on TV now, these young guys, man, that, uh, they got a lot more energy and pop, man, I, I'm running out of bang and Red Bull, man, so I'm do something else. <laughs> keep up. Uh, so Kevin gave you guys a shout out earlier in the year for the job you're doing and the defensive numbers. Ken Palm wise are similar to Abilene. So I'll pass it to Kevin and let him kind of ask a little bit about how you've been able to recreate that. Yeah, it just kind of has felt like in the last, you know, six, eight weeks or so, you guys have started to turn a corner on, on that end of the floor. And I'm just curious, you know, what, what has gone into that? And, you know, it, was was there a moment where you felt like, okay, we're finally starting to guard the way I like to guard? Or is there still, still a lot more room to grow? Like, where, where does it stand right now? defensively yeah first of all we had everybody full man i was the defensive guy at Abilene christian tanner was off <laughs> but i was trying to get him the job at Abilene christian and so we were so good on defense that i started telling everybody that he was a defensive coach so he'd get the job so that now we're on the record the truth we got it out so I love it. Uh, tanner is the offensive guru man um but 
No, in all serious, Kevin, man, it's that's the hard thing to do was like, can we implement that here, you know, at UTEP with a roster that we really didn't recruit, you know, that we inherited. Um, and we, I was just very honest with them from day one and said, we're going to guard, you know, and defend. And if you don't want to guard and defend, you know, um, pop in some ACU tape on Synergy to those guys, let them watch it. And if you don't want to defend, then, then you can go somewhere else. That's fine. We support that, you know. Uh, we'll help you get somewhere else. But if you come here, you're going to play hard on the defensive end. You know, we're going to give you some freedom offensively. Um, but on the defensive end, there's a way we're going to do things. And the, the hardest thing for this year's team has just been consistency in that, you know, um, and, and getting them to do it and then building it. We went through so much adversity early. You know, we really haven't had our whole team together in right. this last week. Uh, you know, we brought Keontae back for, I think, the last, what, two games or three games yep. uh, that he's been with us. So we haven't had our whole team all year. We, we you know, uh, we haven't probably played as many guys, you know, um, death-wise that you have to to run guys in and out uh, of that. Uh, there's been at times this year that we've gotten to 10 guys, which has really helped us. But, um, you know, we're getting it there. We're building it, um, you know, and, and our guys. I think the, um, there's been a couple big wins, you know, throughout the year, uh, especially on the road that we got. The guys started believing a little bit more into it and, and realizing it works um, and, and, and bought into it a little bit more. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about where our guys are. I mean, Sule Boom's diving on the floor, taking charges. Oh, uh, no, JB, JB's garden. You know, obviously Keontae guards, Titus and those guys have. But, uh, you know, we, we've had a lot of growth from those guys, man, and, on being two-way players and, and, and defending. And, and, you know, the city of El Paso embraces that, man. That, that's what they yeah. – Coach Haskins was all about that. Coach Gillespie, Doc Sadler, Coach Barbie, they, those guys, Coach they, – they all, they all were defensive-minded guys. And, and, and guys played hard. Uh, when they went between the lines and they also played for each other, you know, they, they, they played as a team and that, that's what El Paso uh, is used to, you know, that, that's what they, 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 they want, you know, and I think our team has, has really uh, come uh, and formed that, you know, here, especially in the last month, month and a half. And it's been really embraced by the community. It's been unbelievable to watch our crowds grow and um, at home. And it's been really neat. How much did yeah, I'm, you go B you're good. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, because I'm tied to you in two ways. I work for you at ABCU, but I also worked at UTEP and got to coach some of those guys and be a part of recruiting some of those guys like Sule and Titus. So uh, it's been amazing to see Sule, boom, get play defense. I'll say that first. <laughs> and take a charge. I didn't think that was in him at all. But uh, I think it's been cool to see how the fans have rallied behind the style of play. I was going to ask. What is it about it, Coach? And obviously I was there. I saw it firsthand. The belief uh, that you're able to get guys collectively and even talking to guys in the league. Uh, we've had other guys in the show. Obviously I have relationships with some guys. Uh, they just said the belief of that UTEP team, like to be honest, even North Texas said it going into playing you guys. Like this game is this game on our schedule that's going to be really hard because they're just believing so much. He has those guys playing so hard. What is it that you're able to do to get those guys to do that? Yeah, I think, uh, by the way, Sule Boom took the charge against Rice, man, with 30 seconds left. I, game, I watched man. it with my so, own yeah. eyes. That's right, man. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I think it's just relationships, Burton. Man, it's spending time with these guys, man. It's building uh, relationships, talking about more than basketball, man, letting these guys know you truly care about them, man, and and and, and what, you know, and, and then uh, give – feedback, man, you know, watching tape, feedback, uh, and, and being honest with each other, being truth tellers. I mean, uh, you know, good players, great players, they want to be coached, man. I mean, that's that's a false narrative out there that kids don't want to be coached, man. Kids, want, they, they want to be coached, but uh, you got to build a relationship with these guys, you know, and, and they got to know you have, that, that, you know, their back uh, and what you're doing works, some credibility in it. And that was the hardest part is like, 
at Abilene Christian, we had credibility. You know, it worked, and nobody questioned that. You know, any type of recruit or somebody came in that locker room, they knew this is what we did at AC. You know, but that didn't necessarily just translate to UTEP. You know, like I, right. I was living in a fantasy world. Thought I showed up in El Paso, and they were just going to guard like ACU and do like ACU, and the culture was going to be like ACU. And uh, that was a fantasy world, man. You know, like it, it has been. It has been day one grind. Uh, and when I say that in a good way, man, building relationships with these guys, spending time. I remember our first team dinner, uh, nobody talked and they were sitting in these groups of like two or three, you know, all over the place. And nobody said a word. It was so different from where I had, had been through and what I was about and what I, what I wanted to have at UTEP. We went on a road trip. Uh, we went on that brutal stretch a couple of weeks ago. We played, um, uh, law tech, Southern Miss and middle on the road. And we got to Southern Miss, I think it was. It was. It was Southern Miss. And we were eating in the hotel in the in the back, uh, Cater Mill. And after our guys had left, uh, they, they walked out. The lady came by, and it was just our coaches there and staff. And she said, hey, Coach, can I say something to you real quick? And I said, yeah, sure. And she said, I just want you to know we have teams that stay in here all year long. And, and that team right there, I've never seen a team like it, man. The relationships they have, the fun that they were having – just the energy that was in that room. She said it was unbelievable. She said, I've never seen anything like it. And to me, I don't care what we do. You know, from that point on the rest of the year, to me, that's that wow. we built it, man. We built the culture. We built uh, we, we built what I what I wanted at YouTube. And that's what's important. And that wins, you know, um, that, that 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 translates on the floor. And so, um, you know, the, the problem is, you know, as we all know, it's 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 the model at ACU is tricky to do now. Um, just being completely transparent because of the yeah. the port, you know, we're we're living in a different world now with a portal yeah. and everything else. So, uh, and I'm not at ACU, I'm at UTEP. So, you know, it's 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 going to be constant. That that's a challenge I think for us as head coaches now. All of us, you know, moving forward is you have to embrace the portal, number one. But number two, there's going to be years where you're going to have to work your butt off every year building new relationships. You can't get tired of doing that because uh, that, that's just what our jobs have come to. You know, it's not just teaching offense and defense. And we're going to have to put in a brand new defense next year because we might have a brand new, you know, I don't know what it's going to look like. Who knows? But you get my point. It's just every year you're going to have to do that. And so um, it, it's, it's, it's tough. It's exhausting. Um, there's times you don't want to do it. Uh, but you have to, you know. I mean, great example for the North Texas game. Uh, we didn't necessarily, in my opinion, play our best game against Rice. Credit to Rice. They're very well coached. They got great players, and it was a really good game, you know. But I just didn't think we – I thought we were running out of gas, and I just didn't think we were together enough. So uh, we practiced for about an hour on Friday, and then I took them up uh, to a pool and a whirlpool on top of one of those mountains there in El Paso, Burton. Uh, and let them hang out a little bit, man, you know? And I said, hey, man, this journey hasn't been fun. It's been hard. It's been tough. We've gone through a bunch of crap together. But looky here, man, this is the top of the mountain, man. This is what it looks like at the top, man. This is where – this is what the rich people live, man. This is where <laughs> – all that stuff, man. And, by the way, it wasn't my house, man. I, I'm not that way. But when you're up there, it, it, this is the reward, you know? And this is what we're playing for. And this is why you guys went through all that stuff. And it was a great moment, man. We spent an hour and a half together. And that was more important than practice, to be honest with you. You know, it was. Right. Uh, and I could tell Saturday morning when we got up and had shoot around before the North Texas game that we were ready to go, you know? So, again, it's just constantly <clears throat> figuring that out and navigating it and building the culture day by day. How much of a confidence booster was that North Texas win heading into March, especially, you know, after, like you said, kind of getting the getting guys back and feeling like you're close to full strength and things like that? How, how much did that win mean? 
Yeah, it was huge because I think they're one of the best teams in college basketball. You know, I, I think they deserve an NCAA tournament bid regardless of what happens in Frisco. I do. I, I think I, I think I think there's a couple teams in our league. You know, I think UAB is right up there in that conversation as well. I think Law Tech's had a great year. Middle Tennessee and what Nick's done is unbelievable. Uh, you know, I, I, this league is brutal, man. It, it, uh, people don't understand the travel, uh, the coaches, the players in this league, man. Uh, it, 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 man, it, it's 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 unbelievable, man. And for it to be a one bid league is crazy, you know. But I know that's the world that uh, we, we live in. You know, sometimes we're labeled as that. But uh, North Texas is really really good. I, I don't think that win is necessarily going to propel. I'm, I'm telling you right now, we have a we have a horrible matchup against Old Dominion, man. They're playing as good as anybody in the country right now. I think they've won three out of their last four. They beat Middle Tennessee. Uh, on Saturday, you, know, you got both teams. We beat the Eagles, you know, our division winner, and they beat their division winner. You know, going to play each other on Wednesday, and um, they're they're so well coached, um, and and they're they're tough, they're physical, um, and it was a street fight when we played them down there at their place. You know, I think there was they shot forty seven free throws, and we shot like thirty five. You know, so um, we might not be out of Frisco out of that arena till like midnight. You know, Wednesday, but um, you know, like like it's it's it's. It's brutal, but I do think Kevin. What we hadn't had that big home win. We lost to New Mexico State at the buzzer. We we had Bradley. We led Bradley the whole time and lost. You know, uh, UAB. We led back in back and forth game, and then UAB hits the shot with 40 seconds. So you know to take the lead and, and win the game. So it was our first real big home win in the city of El Paso with a great crowd. The dawn was loud, and people. You know, they they came on the floor. They they uh, on the way out, and then the whole day. The whole community embraced that win, you know, like it, uh, it was kind of our stamp, you know, that like what we're doing is, you know, it's working. It's we're, we're bringing this program back, you know, it's coming back. And, um, you know, and I've said this before, man, and I'll say it again on you guys deal. Like Coach Terry did not leave this thing broken, man. There, there was a great culture here. There was really, really good players. Coach Terry had a, a very difficult job last year with COVID. El Paso got hit really, really hard yeah. um, and it affected him and his team. Um, and so. Uh, you know, I was very fortunate in that, you know, sometimes you take over things and it's probably uh, way worse off than what I, you know, I mean, Coach Terry had this thing and we're winning with Coach Terry's players, you know, and so I, uh, we still keep in touch. I, I thank him all the time for being to me and Sule and Titus and Christian Agnew and, and uh, you know, those guys, uh, Keontae Kennedy, because that's a big reason for our success. But, you know, we, we've done a lot of things, Kevin, this year that haven't been done at UTEP in a long time. Um, and, and that's exciting times, but to get that first win, uh, you know, big win at home. Um, just, I think, validated a lot of stuff for us. It's almost funny, quite a funny story time. So you got to give two of two for us. And Kevin says you have to tell one about me. I mean, I, I, if I'm going to go on the program I, and I'm with someone who worked with Brian Burden, I need some good Brian Burden. The problem is, Sweeney, a lot of these stories, man, he's married now with three kids, man. You know, like, we, we can't get all these stories. I mean, I hired Brian Burton. Brian Burton, Brian Burton helped me at Collin County. I basically worked for Brian Burton. Then it got flipped, and Brian and I worked together at Abilene Christian. And then I sent him to Wichita Falls to meet his wife. And then I tell him to stick with radio and not go be a coach anymore, you know, so – Brian owes me. I mean, Brian, I'd be, I'd be your agent, man. Huh? Probably should. You probably should. It should be your. Uh, huh? There's, there's a lot of good stories, man. But I tell you what, man. But where Brian was so good is you, you've been around him, Kevin. I'll say this about Brian. He's so energetic. He's so positive. He's very passionate. And those times at ACU were the hardest times of my life. I was, a, I was miserable, man. Um, and Brian would show up every day with a positive attitude, with energy. It was infectious to everybody. 
uh, and and got got us through a lot of times where I didn't think we were ever going to get through. You know, and I think BB knows that. And I mean, I was miserable. I was in a bad spot, man. I was, uh, you know, I, I love that school. I love that program, and I, we just couldn't figure it out. You know, and, and a lot of it was because we were playing ten high, you know, ten high majors. You know, uh, with the worst team in the country and making money for the university. Um, and and uh, it, it was just tough, man. And and Brian's passion, his faith. People still talk about him at Abilene Christian all the time. I know he's got good friends there, but he made a, you know, he made an imprint, you know, there. And uh, uh, it, it was special because that's really where it all started for us, you know, was right there in those tough times. And obviously now, you know, 10 years later, it looks a lot different. We're in different places and, um, you know, we're all doing different things in our career. But that's where the whole thing really, really started. And Brian was on the ground level of that. So obviously very pr- appreciative of him. And Kevin, I'm a Christian. It took like five years. Nobody would write an article on ACU, man. Even <laughs> Jeff Goodman, man. Couldn't get Goodman. To, Goodman wouldn't do anything, man. You know, like it took Kevin Sweeney, man, last year to believe a little bit, man. And then when you wrote the article, we beat Texas, and then you became a full-time employee instead of an Just like that. It was Sweeney, all that. It was all that. knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Sweeney does have some magic, Coach. He he goes to games. It's like they're always court storms. He writes. Hey, Bert, I would not be doing this right now if it wasn't for Sweeney, man. And his, I know Sweeney. He's he's March magic, man. He's got the magic. There's no he, doubt. He does, man. He does. He does, man. Look at him. He's clean shaven too, man. Haircut, man. We're ready to go. I mean, you got. I don't know if I'll. I won't get if I get a full night's sleep in the next month. So we got to we got to clean it up now, and then you know, the next month will be ridiculous. So. Uh, no, in all seriousness, man, I appreciate you guys, man. You guys have done a great job. It's fun to see you guys grow, man, and, and what you guys are doing. And, uh, you know, I know both of you got your different side deals you got going, too, with TV and your sports. It just It's really cool, man. It's neat to see both of you. And uh, We keep up with you sometimes, man. We'll get busy watching tape. and different. In fact, I got to go back right now and start watching Old Dominion. I don't know if you guys know Trice or Kaiser <laughs> or all these guys, man. They got, huh? These dudes are, huh? <laughs> it's like every night, man. You go from Thomas Bell to Tyler Perry. Now you go to you know Kaiser to Trice. To, it, it's every night in Conference USA, man. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. What's what's one last thing, Coach, you want uh, people to know about the new UTEP way that you're doing it? I know you've said a lot about it, but what's something you want people to know before you leave? You know, I just a, a very appreciative, Brian, of the whole community, man. You know, when you move your family, I'd been in Abilene a long time, man. It was hard for me to leave that place, man. Uh, yeah. Really, really, really hard. That was a tough, tough decision. Some people might think that's an easy move. That, that was not, man. That was tough, hard, a lot of t- tears uh, to, and move my, both my boys uh, and my wife. And that, that community has embraced me from day one, man. Um, they have, man. They've embraced me. Um, they, they, they've embraced our family. They've embraced our team, our staff. Uh, and it's been incredible, man. And then to see our crowds grow uh, and to see them get behind us, um, it's, it's, it's a pretty incredible thing happening out there, man. That's, we're just getting started. Uh, but I think the future is obviously extremely bright, you know, where we can get those things. I mean, we're getting seven or eight in there. Wait till we get 10, 11, or 12 in there, man. You know, and it's coming. Uh, you know, it's going to happen, man. And um, it, it's, it's, it's very, I'm very appreciative to that. And then I, I've said this about our team, man. I'm very appreciative of these guys. They, they did not have to embrace me like they did. Uh, that doesn't happen year ones at a lot of places, man. It's tough, you know. And, uh, you know, it's been tough for me. I haven't been through this, you know, year one stuff. Yeah. I, I was talking to you, you know, to Ross the other night at North Texas game, you know, a little bit about it. It's just it's, it's hard, man. It, it's way harder than what I thought. So I'm just very appreciative to our players 
uh, you know, for, for, let, for, for believing in us and our staff uh, through some tough times early and trusting the process and sticking with it. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's been very rewarding, different than last year, but I'm telling you, man, very, very rewarding yeah. uh, of what we've been able to do with this team and what these guys have been able to accomplish, man. It's, 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 it's been really cool this year to see that. No doubt. Well said. So last thing is you said, you mentioned Kaysen, you got to tell a chase story before we go. So those that don't know your youngest yeah. son, Chase is he's the most like Joseph of anyone in your family. So you got to tell a quick story. I got a lot of long nights ahead with, with, with Chase, man. Huh? It's, it's coming, man. And uh, he's already the mayor of El Paso, man. Uh, you know, he's running things, man. He's got his posse, his, his little bicycle posse. They, 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 they run it down there at our deal. But let me tell you where I'm proud of Chase, man. Uh, Ch Chase had a big game the other night. How old is Chase now, Coach? Sixth grader, man. Wait, you got to see him. He's huge, man. Muscled up, yeah. And um, he, he's a big-time baseball player, really good baseball player. And um, – but he's playing bad, loves basketball. It's his favorite sport. So they're playing an eighth grade team, a uh, bunch of bigger kids, you know, than, than them. And he's, they, I think that team had beat them by like double digits a couple of weeks ago. And so when I got there, it was the third quarter. I had missed uh, because Sule wouldn't get to the hole or JB wouldn't guard the ball or, you know, Titus wouldn't box out. So practice ran late. And, and I finally get, and I finally, you know, get to the game, the third quarter. And he's bleeding. His chin's bleeding. He's got blood. I'm like, Amanda, what happened? She's like, well, he got elbowed and popped, in, you know, on his chin. And so I'm like, okay. Well, then, like, literally, man, two minutes later, there's a loose – well, first of all, he turned it over, man. He can't dribble. Um, and he, he takes it to half court. They trap him. And so he loses the ball. It goes on the floor. And he dives on the floor, man. I mean, head first, dives in there, gets the ball. He's, you know, going around. Well, here comes one of their guys. He comes from out of nowhere, their biggest kid, and just jumps on the pile and elbows him, you know, right in the head. Absolutely. So, long story short, man, they take him back to the locker room. The boy's got a concussion, man. He gets back there, man, and he's bleeding from the chin. And then he's like, Dad, my legs are heavy, and I got to, you know, and I'm like, man, you got a concussion, man. Like, of course, Amanda's <laughs> freaking out, you know, um, you know, things. So, long story short, man, I got, we take him to the hospital to make sure everything's okay, you know, in all seriousness, and make sure his head's fine, and it was. Everything was great. And they had to stitch him up on his chin, and he looks right at me. You know, about an hour into into the hospital stay, he's like, Dad, I'm like, yeah, buddy. He's like, did you like that I, I dove on the floor for a loose ball? I said, I loved it, man. I loved it, man. <laughs> yeah. He said, but if my head's going to hurt like this, I'm not doing it again, man. I said, well, you don't have to do it again, but don't tell our team, man. We, we're going to keep that away from our guys, man. But that's Chase, man. Jumped on the floor. Sixth grade, man. Jumped on. And Kaysen, to his credit, man, he took some charges this year at Coronado, man. He, he took a couple charges. And I like took it. Took the test. So they're, they're, they're learning, man. They're, they're learning it's more than, than – you know, the Sule does this Tweety Bird deal when he makes a three this year. So Sule actually came to my game with me to watch Kaysen play okay. one game. Sule yeah. came and Kaysen hit a big three and did the Tweety Bird. Boy, I came out of the stand and said, No, sir. Sule can do the Tweety Bird, but you ain't you're a freshman. You're not you're not doing this. You know, Tweety Bird so, level. <laughs> no. No, you got to average 19 a game and take charges, man, Conference USA. Yeah, that was for uh, the He is he is leading Conference USA. That's pretty impressive, coach. Yeah, he's had a great year, man. Really, really yeah. proud of him. And uh, you know, JB too, man, the growth of JB and his leadership. Just just so proud of both those guys. Yeah, so much, man. Thanks so much for coming, coach. Best of luck in Frisco and uh we know you're going to build something special out there, man. We appreciate you taking the time. Appreciate it, man. Good to see you guys. Thank you, Coach. Bye, man. All right. Another awesome one. One of the best ever to do this thing, man. I'm uh, obviously super biased, but I'll let Kevin have the floor. Do what Kevin I mean, does. If the guy wanted a media career, 
he was, <laughs> he was killing the jobs. I mean, or, or if he wants a, a stand-up comedy special, like oh, whatever he wants, man. He's, he's just he's just crazy, man. He is he's he's hilarious, but in all seriousness, I mean, and as a ball coach is ball coach, but as good of a ball coach as there is in the country in terms of the job he does, getting guys to buy in and understanding what it takes to build programs. And obviously had to build, you know, something, you know, took on a monster challenge at ACU and had the success he did. And I have no doubt that, you know, he'll have that similar success at UTEP. And it's just a matter of, matter of time. And they've already had obviously some big wins this year, including, you know, this weekend against North Texas and, See, so they've got some March mag- magic in them uh, this coming weekend at Briscoe. It should be fun, but and they've proven they can be with any team in uh, any team in the conference. So you never know. Yeah, I love it. I love that. Uh, it's just a great fit, you know. I've, it's, it's funny because our past have just kind of always kind of been intertwined for whatever reason. But um, to see what he did at ACU when I was a part of it on the ground level, and never in a million years did anybody think that could be done, and then. To go to a place like UTEP, where also the same guys like Sule Boom and Titus, um, to see what he's done with those guys, and that place is the type of place that will really embrace him. So, perfect fit. Uh, don't know how March will go this March, but he is a guy in March that you'll consistently see doing great things. So, the North Texas win was already in March. I don't know if that's the end of his March magic, but to be the team that and and in North Texas, who's won 15 in a row to be the team that actually could beat them on your home floor and they're playing their best ball is uh it's impressive in itself. Like you said, it is a signature win to be able to say what we're building here does work. It is worth it. So stay tuned for more and uh, we'll all be stay tuned in March and for Kevin and his great haircut. We are out. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.